Talmor, Sheshin Mugachi. Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My grand says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a story glass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, wherever podcasts are available. Oh my God, you guys, it's episode 43 of Please Advise. You know who's 43? Probably your father. But guess what we are? We're one. Today is our one-year anniversary. I'm so very excited. And to just bring it all back to what it is that we started with, we're going to introduce our first guest. You are our first guest, Blair Bercy. And you're also I'm clapping. one of the first loves of my heart. And we never see each other. Ever. You just walked in here and told me that you read my book and it felt like we were catching up, which really made me sad because I was like, that means we have not been talking enough. At all. Probably means. I know, at all. At all. It felt like I was reading your diary. It felt like you invited me over and I was flipping through it and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Like I had full reactions. But I do have to say that I feel, and this has never been with us in the past, we've always been... Uh, you know, if we don't see each other like this month, we'll see each other next month, blah, blah, yeah. blah. But really, this was the first year that you and I have not been hanging out or talking much. And it's not in a negative way. No, not at all. It's which that- is the weirdest thing. And so that's why it's like, in a way, I'm like, I feel a little bit weird <laughs> seeing you now because we're doing it on a microphone. But right. also, I'm like, oh, it's just Blair. It's like, that's my girl. That's yeah. been my friend for six years. Like, I've Love that girl. Yeah. I feel, I don't feel, it doesn't feel weird. I'm happy. I'm like ecstatic and I feel like I'm going like off script or whatever. Like I feel like I don't want to answer calls and do things. I want to ask you questions about your life. And I want to ask you questions about your (laughs) life because I fucking miss you so much. I love you. If you guys don't know who Blair is, Blair is a woman of the arts. Like Sonia Morgan, she is an artiste. I'm a toaster artiste. She's a toaster artiste. She was in episode three of Please Advise. Episode three and four. Three and four. Back when we were doing twosies. Slam dunk, Ooh. slam dunk. And by the way, slam dunk. Uh, Blair is the fucking best. You and I met through the internet years yes. ago. You were working at a nonprofit. I was working for a nonprofit. No profits. AKA myself, <laughs> zero profits. I was working at one of them. And just through the years, you and I became like, uh, there was a, we broke down like at yeah. first and we just like girled out. And yep. then like, then we had to, I got this job doing a makeup line. Oh yeah. Do you remember this? Yes, this I do. Why. And I want to talk about the journey <laughs> yes, for do. us because I just, I don't want to focus, I don't want to focus on it, but I just want the people at home to know. It's been a winding road. 
We've been all over. Literally. So, and and by the way, not just like as friends, but like in our careers, this is weird that at some point you and I were like, yeah, we could be ambassadors for a makeup company. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Blair, so this makeup company that's like underground, it's a mineral makeup company. They want me to do like ambassadorship for them. And like, basically I just have to wear their product, not ambassador ship, ambassador shit. shit. Like I just literally had to write a little blog, write a little blog here, email someone, say, here's your makeup. But then the boss lady, sweet as she was, was a loon. Right. Also, I just would like to point out, I wear a crap ton of makeup all the time, all the time. I was so qualified for the job. Molly sent me a sample once and I kept saying, to be like mineral pigmented eyeshadow, it really wasn't taking to my skin. Is it because my skin is caramel colored, as Steven said? Or if you have like a green undertone like I do? Yeah. No, Steven was saying he is caramel <laughs> I colored. Know. We'll get on that later. And he spelled it with a U. Well, I'm just like literally that made me laugh. He's I was fancy. just like, I was like, it's the U that <laughs> Steven, go to bed. It's and he Twitter needs to come thing. on here too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't get it to work. And then. I asked Molly what the problem was, and I was really sad about it. And she <laughs> tells me it wasn't cream eyeshadow. It was lip gloss that I was putting on my eyes. So that's how qualified I was to do that job. But furthermore, okay, <laughs> so I forgot that story. Right. Genius. Um, I for No, because I love that you went to cream eyeshadow. I was like, honey, we're not that fancy here. That's lip gloss. Yeah. Uh, but Smearing it on my so eyes. So then I, we, you and I had to do a conference call one day with the – woman who's right started it and and i was like said something offhand i was like well blair's half egyptian or something i said something like that and she was like oh Oh, no had i known you were a girl with dark skin i would have sent more colors like a teal or a green and fuchsia and fuchsia yeah because you You know know, because you know because you know all black women just love to pop a teal Mm. eye casually some fuchsia lips you know the fuchsia was going right on my lips like and i just said to her i just said actually (laughs) insert name here i said blair wears a lot of pinks and nudes and it looks really beautiful on her and i said i think you should continue to send her the makeup that she normally wears and i said i don't think expecting her to do a blue eye because she's half egyptian (laughs) is that right half egyptian and libyan yeah it's not it's incorrect that's not that's not correct no it's not so yeah and then we googled and looked into like who she was more and it made more sense but i really kind she, of i don't know i don't know We're not, I don't well know. i know you i know you went off on her one day because she did call me and was like no one has ever spoken to me in the way and like this is like i'm doing breathlessness like she was like breathless and i literally have never had a boss that i've said to you I want to be honest with you and can I tell you about something and I don't I want you to just listen to me and you don't have to take it too too to heart but I want you to consider it have you heard of Xanax and I just said it I just was like I feel I'm not I'm not saying that you're wrong I'm just saying are you medicated because it seems like there's maybe a medication issue and do you remember oh god oh it goes so deep i can't get into it at maybe another day okay but do you remember she got randomly sent to um iraq by herself 
or Iran by herself, and it was she was oh. alone in Iran in a hotel room because the makeup girl had a mental the, breakdown. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, because of the product. <laughs> Wait, there was some whole thing about the no. Pro- she started dating some guy, and then the product was doing really well in the Middle East. And, and then so, she, yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking about the displays there. Yes, yes, yeah. I do. You know all yes. Sonia Morgan. Oh, 100%. with her Nigerian football lingerie line, like 100%. whatever it is, whatever yes. it is. Do you remember her? With, well, I'm not gonna. What her guy, the guy that we were. Oh yeah, the gay guy. Yeah, yeah he's all up in my tweet still, and I really enjoy seeing his name because I feel that he was like us, which he is just did, like yeah. rolling with it. Well, he called us it. off. Remember? Okay, so after that whole thing went down, th- nobody wants to hear this. Anyway, he, he was called like, us. Separately. She's a mask, right? He was like, "Girl," he had girl. a girl mo. He's like, "Conference call, girl." This- he's like, "We're doing this for money, right? Whatever." And I feel comfortable saying that because not only has it been like five or six years, but. I don't think either of us signed NDAs. And also, Suits, if you want, that one's probably dead or in the loony bin. Also, can't knock the hustle. Like, she found people on the internet to pay to do things. So we did things. We did more than she was doing. So We did, I have to say, a lot. We did, I'm telling you, that place, that makeup line was not making it out of the uh, Nordstrom's in Iran. No. Without us. We we got it on featured on some kind of popular blogs. Mm -hmm. And a TV show or two. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what TV show do we get on? On VH1. Remember my friend had that? I don't want to. Girl, you fucking did the <laughs> damn thing. Yeah, that's right. We did a gifting suite, yep. right, too? Yeah. Okay. This is, okay. So we did so, fuck you. Why don't, <laughs> I, I want to get paid for that retroactively. Hello, this is Molly MacLear on the phone. I know my worth now. Right. This is my Sonia Morgan moment okay. where I'm like, I've been working in PR for 20 years. Girl, have you been working in PR for 20 years? What are your feelings about this season? Um, I kind of hate a lot of it. I don't like the fact that Ramona and the Countess are friends separately. Like, I've seen that. <gasps> Nick, the roommate on our Hi, one-year Nick. anniversary I've never show. met him before. Hi. 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 Nick, oh, and he brought a friend. Attractive, and oh. they were not wrong. Oh, is this Steven? Steven, hi. hi. I'm Molly. Nice to meet you. This is Blair. She was our first guest on Please Advise. Nick, hi, honey. How are you? What do you have in the bag? Some curry. Oh, Nick (laughs) has some curry in the bag. Oh, and and what are you drinking? A kombucha? Kombucha Yeah. Are are you guys into fitness? You're into fitness too, right? Yeah. What what do you do? Uh, I'm in running and yoga. No, I meant in life. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm currently looking for a job, actually. Oh, my God. Aren't we all? Oh yeah, no. I work literally, for you. we'll have you on next week. We're and gonna do. No, Fish. no one makes money from this, honey. No, we're all we're all dying slowly here at the table. <laughs> we already talked last at last episode. We talked about what's gonna happen when Nick finds Christina dead in the shower. So <laughs> this is what goes on here. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. oh. Now we know a little bit more about this mysterious Christina. I've called my friend for six years, but. Never tells me anything about herself. Oh, Nick. Yes. While while I have you here, will you tell me about what it's like to live with the mysterious Christina Lopez? It's horrible, horrible, horrible. Lean all the way. Did you just get your fucking ear pierced? Yeah, Yeah, this ear too. Honey, that happened like yesterday. No, this has always been here. Really? Yeah. You have earrings? Are those yeah. diamonds? What yeah. is it like you to are. live with a man who has earrings? <laughs> uh, uh, so Christina does what in this house? What do you? When do you mostly see each other? During dishes, dinner, TV. What? What do you watch yeah, together these, on TV? What? What do you watch together on TV? We watched something, wasn't it? We watched Game of Thrones. 
And uh, the horror story, American, American horror, horror story. story. Yeah. Ooh. Are you guys gonna watch The Bachelorette? No, nah, probably not. <laughs> oh, tell her about the Bachelorette. Oh, I was almost on The Bachelorette. What? You were on it? Almost on it. Which is oh, like a way honey. less cool story. I feel yeah. like you should continue to try I was in the it. final. I was in the final uh, interview for it where they lock you all in a hotel room all day and interview you and give you a bunch of liquor and ask you about yourself. So we and, got um, Wait, I, what? I failed my lie detector test. That's why I didn't get it. Wait, what did what, you lie what? about? No, no, no. I didn't lie at all. That, that was the problem. I was too honest. I admitted to like trying ecstasy once. They were oh, like, they wanted to out you and yeah. See, well, no, they were, they wanted to make oh. sure you didn't like weren't a drug user or didn't have like weird stuff in your history and that kind of stuff. And and they were like, "Have you ever tried any drugs?" I was like, yeah, I tried you know ecstasy. And, yeah. Oh, Nick, that's what? the best ever. And do you want to know what's so fucked up about that? Is that when we had Courtney Robertson on, she had fully like free blown admitted that she had like Tez tried things and drinks. Yeah, and, so she lied. and so you can lie. To be on the a girl has no standards. Like they're like, okay, you've done drugs, you drink, whatever. Good. Oh, you can't even talk to at who was going to be your bachelorette. Oh, uh, which one? This was a couple years ago. It was someone that was already Desiree? famous. I can't. No. <laughs> oh, Ali Fedotowski. It might have been that one. Yeah. Oh, she's so. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, but even the lie detector woman, she was like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, that's a red flag. She's like, if you said weed, that was okay, but ecstasy, that's you know, ABC doesn't like that. You said ecstasy, full blown. You didn't say like MDMA or. I, like I was really, I was really drunk. Like, they get you really drunk for these interviews, so I can't remember exactly what yeah, I said. They get you drunk. I don't think I would have said Molly because that's too like streetwise. Right. I think I probably said ecstasy because I was trying to sound like a doctor. Wait, so can we <laughs> so, get you back in the mix? What's up? Can we get you back in the Bachelorette mix? Maybe. I feel like you'd be really good at it. Maybe. I've never seen the show and I wait, feel like you'd be good Nick, at it. Nick, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Were you in it for the right reasons? No, I was actually in a relationship at the time too. See, oh. you were not in it for the oh. right no. reasons, No, well, Nick? someone, they approached me. I was in the elevator of their they, office. They're like, hey, do you want to come interview for this? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? That yeah. is the worst. And it was I've while I was doing the VH1 show on, show on Saddle Ranch, so yeah, I think the contract would have been like void if I did that. I have such high thoughts of you, and you tried out all the way to the end of the lie detector test of the Bachelorette with a girlfriend. Would you have broken? No, up? No, she was okay with it. She, what? Would you but have no, broken up with your girlfriend if you made it? I don't know. We were just kind of like, oh, let's just see what happens. If so I you could have got, got the show and broke up with her. But no, but. No, no. But, but, at the time, it was a bad relationship. Look, at the time, that, you can't. If you're, you can't break up to be on the Bachelorette. You need to be yearning. At the time, we were just like, "Hey, this is just another show. Let's just see what happens. Yearning. If you get in, we'll go. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there." So luckily, we didn't have to. That happens we a lot, though, and that actually did happen. Not on Allie's season, but almost all the other seasons, there was at least one guy there that was like, "No, I'm fucking girlfriend. Fuck this bitch." Yeah, that like, wasn't gonna be my angle. We were just gonna go like, "Oh, let's just you know." But what if it came your up angle? to the guy in the house, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't get that far. What would? Well, okay. Well, okay. So today, hypothetically, hypothetically, we were like, "Well, if you get in, how about you just see what they want you to do?" And then it, I guess I didn't really even think I'd even get in. And then the interview turned into like this. Stevens big ashamed. So, yeah. Stevens like already like, all right, I'm gonna check the fridge. Was this a chocolate almond? Yeah. I can't. Oh, wow. Fuck Look, the, you. He's stress now. eating. You've driven Stephen stress to eat eating about cookie. your fucking oh, wow. lack of scruples, Nick. Which I am shocked by. Okay, if that same situation happened again, I wouldn't go into it. I don't care. I know that he's a good guy. No, Nick is a doll. I think we can all just use, I think we can all use the word a doll. And I will say, as our one-year anniversary present to you, Nick, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. I would love to reveal a full portrait of yourself, not a nude, maybe a shirtless, (laughs) for our Please Advise Instagram. Because people saw a little sneak preview of you. I saw. And Neve Shulman's picture. Yeah, yeah. But no, we need to get the fitness in. A mm-hmm. lot of people have commented on Nick's fitness. Mm-hmm. A last person called him swole. 
Swole. You Amy are on Swole. He is a little. Oh, today it's a bad Saturday. No, no and this is what he says, and that's what Amy said too. She was like, if you're counting by days, like how swole you are, like yeah, oh you're... today's not an arms day. I did legs today. No, that's that's exactly language we use. Yeah. Here's I'm gonna ask you this. <laughs> I can yeah. see your muscles popping out of your shirt. Like I'm you so good about myself right veins. now. This is also, <laughs> your tan. Like you you look like a Ken doll. Oh, thank you. But <laughs> here's my question. I'm Nick, a little bit of a hungover Ken doll, doll today. <laughs> I feel that <laughs> my I've but they're little, so no. like it's a perk. Yeah. No. Yeah. I have been. Um, Nobody's emotionally to you, attracted or uh, emotionally attracted to men who are into physical fitness before, but not physically. Muscles are not personally my thing. I'm speaking sure. woman. This okay. isn't the, that conversation. Keep it in your. Uh, pants. I'm not bridging that with you right now. But what I will say is that I feel that it's difficult sometimes to date a man who's really into his physical fitness because that cuts into a large portion of time that you would normally spend mm. with a romantic partner if you work a full time full-time job and like you only have two hours before you go to bed every night or three yeah. or something. Do you think that that cuts into your love life? Your, I don't, or I don't well, maybe not for me because I do a lot of work from home. So my yeah. schedule is already pretty fluid. I don't have set hours. You know, I'm kind of, I kind of make my own schedule. So I make it work, I guess. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seeing anyone special right now? Uh, not necessarily. No. But a couple somethings. Uh, no comment. Are you on? Are you on Tinder? Nick, am I gonna open I'm up? Not on Tinder, am I no. gonna cut the rope at your Palm Springs club opening? Uh huh. That's oh, a yes. Oh, was that the question? I'm, yes, I'm asking. I think you said if you were to. Um, no. I can make a call. Will yeah. you helicopter? <laughs> I want to go from Burbank to the Palm Springs airport in a oh, helicopter. Lord. That's a Dubro move. Oh, we okay. don't have that much money I want. Yet. I want 500 per diem, and I'm and I don't. I'll get my own room. Okay. And then I want a bottle service. Do you want a butler? I want what? Do you want a butler? Wait, I don't want a butler. Okay. I want cocaine. Okay. And <laughs> off the record, I'll get you the cocaine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Honey, I know it's included in the package. Yeah, I, you literally fly into Palm Springs, and they're like, "Here's your cocaine." Here's, uh, the they're like, drive. "Here's some peanuts and cocaine. Have some fun." Okay. Yeah, that's what, they give you on the, that's what they give you on the plane. They're like, here's your honey roasted peanuts. Here's your Coke. Have fun. Uh, welcome to Southwest Airlines. Okay, so uh, Nick, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Yeah. One year anniversary. Can you believe it? I know. We've been terrorizing you for yeah. one year. It's gone by really quickly. Hi. Nice High five. You. Nice yeah. to meet yeah. you. Yay. I feel like I'm maybe at most a crazy talking house cat that comes by once a week, uh, once a month and like judges you like with my eyes and then talks about you. Like I'm like a like, yeah, I'm a crazy talking house cat with internet footage. Okay, you guys. Uh, so okay, so we just now you're gonna see a shirtless pic of Nick the roommate. We just are coming back from a, a brief moment where we took a shirtless pic of Nick the roommate, which apparently Christina takes mental pics of all the time because he's walks in here during to make his oatmeal. Damn, he's making a smoothie, avoiding yeah. carbs. Talking about good, bad gym days. We don't yeah. know. Nick he has, has a good personality, too. That's the thing. Guys. Like Nick is a doll. Who? And I, I said, I, the word doll. I feel bad for like, sexualizing him. But. Sexualizing him, but you're talking about him like what? that's like, you're not sexualizing a 12-year-old girl. You're sexualizing a grown man. He's my that, roommate that I that has, very much adore. That has a groomed look and muscles. And also, I know he's that he's, you, enjoy, you enjoy his personality. <laughs> But I sexualize even my good girlfriends where I'm like, girl, you're fucking hot. Fucking Always. work it, girl. Always. Like, work All day. it. Body con. Go. All day. Heels. Waist. Waist cinching yeah, with Chloe. Cinch that fucking shit right <laughs> yeah. now, girl. And then have that ass coming out like, what? 
pow condo in the back <laughs> you guys <laughs> it's the one year anniversary please advise we love you so much oh okay Blair so we have Hi. some table topics recently right. we've been asking people about their fears but I feel like I kind of know your fears and I want to know even more about you okay so I'm going to ask you boring dinner question conversations let's because, do it you know what sometimes when you ask people boring shit you learn even more right? yeah when was the last time we had a boring dinner anyway no, literally it. everything we do is high drama, high level. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. Would but, you rather have everyone love you but hate yourself or the reverse? Would I have rather have everybody love me but I hate myself? Yeah. So, Not going to happen. Whatever the other person So you'd is. rather have, you'd rather love yourself but hate everyone or have everyone hate you. Yeah, they can all eat it. Yep. By the way, me too. <laughs> uh, what's the most embarrassing moment you've ever witnessed? Oh, God. Um... Jesus. Oh, one time I was at the Century City Mall. This is horrible. I'm going to make it quick. I was at the Century City Mall with my friend. We were getting ready, ready to go see a movie, washing our hands. And there was a woman like moaning in the stall. And then we saw her on her hands and knees crawling around. And, and she was like, oh, oh, ow, oh. And then the door swung open. I don't know why. Oh, Maybe she fuck, was getting help. You saw a baby coming out? <laughs> no. Oh. She had toilet paper like in her butt and oh, like a tail. Shit. And she was like, I have a horrible IBS and I need help. Can somebody find my daughter? She was like a mom and her daughter was like in the mall shopping or like going to meet her there. And literally she was like crawling on her hands and knees in like the handicap. By the way, with- all this does is conjure up emotional and mental images of my good friend Jackie Johnson, who was a guest on the show and talked about her IBS. And if I ever heard that Jackie Johnson was on her hands and knees with a tail of toilet paper <laughs> yes. at the Century City Mall, I would kill myself. So this woman, God bless, she is, we have to remember her, not as an example, but as one of us. Yeah, I she went. She is one of us. I got security. They found her daughter eventually. Like, we stayed with her. I feel like, even, I think I'm crazy and I go to the movies like a half hour early because we didn't miss the movie, but my friend Jen and I were like, You scarred. are a little Christ-like, I have to say. Like, I know t- you to be like, let's say you have a movie ticket, but you see something like that, oh, you yeah, will I, skip the movie to oh, be yeah. like that. Like, you are for other people. Yeah. There's a lot of people that, I once saw a girl tweet that she saw someone's boarding pass on the sink at uh, a terminal in an airport. And she said, if you want to go to blah, 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 someone left their (gasps) thing here. And I said, you tweet that instead of like, oh, my God, let me get this to the airline. Does anybody know this person? Yeah, because what is your biggest fear when you're flying? You forget your boarding pass? Your ID? Yeah, all that. (sighs) I don't know. Yeah, I think because I say such horrible things and think such horrible things that I really try to do nice things. I think that you think and say horrible things sometimes because you are a very sensitive person and you're a real type of sensitive person because there's a lot of people that come at us in the world with open sensitivity and I feel that that is oftentimes very forced. I feel that it is a is a very refined art that can mostly come in people in their older age that come at us with real outward sensitivity but if you come at the world with outward sensitivity at the age of between let's say 20 and 40 I don't believe you're a real person I just don't I think that most people are at that point true sensitives have been taught to put up a guard yeah and then that that is something that you work your 20s and 30s and 40s and maybe even 50s my mom really changed at 50 I noticed Really? Menopause, et cetera Hmm. Shauna turned a corner but Jessica Seinfeld I don't know if you noticed 
she's burning up hashtag that life. Like, I she's not. I don't. She's not for me. Is she the one that I respect? Tricks kids into eating yeah, vegetables. Yeah, spinach and stuff and brownies. See, every fiber of my being wants to say horrible things right now. But you want to know what else? Is that she got this super short blonde, platinum blonde pixie, and she posts sexy, sexy, and she's posting pictures on the net of her and her sexy friends and her sexy gay friends doing fucking sexy fucking New York How things. is that okay? And Bethany puts a picture in her, like, kids' pajamas and she's in trouble. <sighs> I, we, you and me. I know, problematic. Every question that you and I get, we'll go back to Bethany in this podcast, and I almost promise that, just because you and I hold someone like her, we're both from very similar chaotic yeah. family situations, where we're business-minded women, we do what we gotta do, but we yeah. also have, like, big hearts, and it also so it fucking sometimes kills us to do what we have to do, but then also, that heart also influences that mind at times. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough balance as that type of woman. We are a specific breed. I call us snow leopards, and I think we should go for it. I'm with that. What would you ask Hugh Hefner if he came to dinner? Um, God, is there anything he regrets about starting the Playboy empire? Interesting. I love Playboy. I've I read every Hugh Hefner like biography autobiography i've seen did the you movies. see that documentary that came out I, is it a few years old yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah starting from chicago all the way here. yeah yeah always i'm into i watch the playboy club oh. i love him that much like i support hugh hefner larry flint larry sorry, flint's Tor. my boo larry flint is my boo that's the first place i dropped off a resume in los angeles i rolled up to la and i said here hustler Here's, I'm into freedom of speech. I'm a woman. I don't want to work in this as a, I don't want to be sexualized. But what I would like to do is work for you guys because that is a message I can get behind, which is freedom of speech and working for a man that will like almost die for that. Yeah. When I used to see him at the Four Seasons, I'd give him a little like wave and thank you. Because you grew up here, honey. Yep. So that leads me to my next question. What about your childhood wouldn't most people guess? (sighs) Um, oh, this is so frivolous, but it's just because who I am today that I grew up, um, it's surface, it's not even deep or anything, but I grew up not eating like, like processed sugars or like anything. Like my mom made my baby food and I didn't know, I told the story a million times. I didn't know like ding dongs came wrapped in foil. I thought everyone's mom. Same fucking thing. I remember one time somebody brought Capri Sun over and my mom like removed it from the house, like that, like the whole box. I didn't know what cup of noodles were. I didn't, I didn't know have anything. mac and cheese until I was like twenty three, <laughs> yeah, like, because my mom doesn't like mac and cheese. Yeah, so, there are like, certain things, and that I was I like, feel... "What is wrong with you?" By the way, you my know mom what? Is and by big the way, and heavy and like we could go for ice cream, but yeah. just like in my the mom house, was like anti processed. Yeah, stuff. in yeah. the yes, house that I was, we are all the same exact way. Where it's like, oh yeah, like my mom would once in a while drive me up to Jan's Candy Corral in Marshall, Massachusetts, and oftentimes it was while we were on our way home, or once in a great while she'd take me to Dairy Queen because it would mean that I'd have a Dairy Queen and I'd pass out for the two hour ride on the way home because it was on such a sugar high. But um, I was, for the most part, like, I only drank natural juices. My Easter basket every year was, like, a bunch of grapes, some apples, like, nectarines, because I love nectarines, strawberries, berries. Like, I never had candy as a kid on 
My mom just was like, no, I drink a lot of Five Alive. I drink a lot of like Cran whatever. Yeah. And that was it. That was my life. We had a market here called Mrs. Gooch's, which was kind of like the Whole Foods before Whole Foods. So like everyone had fruit rolls. I had like fruit leather and like my yogurt. You could like drink. It was really whack. But it made me who I am, the sugar eating psycho. That Can I explain you to America no. as a drinkable yogurt? Yes. <laughs> Girl, would you rather be an American Idol judge or a Supreme Court justice? Oh, Supreme Court justice yes. by far. I know. What? Yes. yes. The fuck? Yes. The Girl, fuck? yes, you are. No, because literally, Blair, you kind of already are. A I mean, uh, Christina's going to dike out what, on fucking Ruth Gator Bisbee. Of course, right now. the notorious. No, but she's not my favorite. Sonia, who? Sonia, Sonia Sotomayor. Of, of course. That's the other one, yeah. Who, like, beat me to becoming the first Latina Supreme Court I know. Judge. She's kind of awesome and also a good also person. Diabetic. Also, a, oh, that's where I'm headed. And by the way, never candy. let my behavior keep Christina from bringing a Supreme Court justice because if there's anyone in my life that I feel a heavy yeah. Supreme Court justice vibe from, it is Christina Lopez. Like, oh, I'm hell like, yeah. Okay, dun-dun, like, I'm done. Like, our, Is our that the Law and Order a, sound? Yeah, that was a dun-dun. Like, I know they don't do that at the Supreme Court, but that's kind of what they do. Yeah. So, just saying. Yes. Let's take our calls. First call. Hi, Miles. This is Kristen. Um, I just called and, I don't know, something weird happened with my phone, so forget that message. But anyway, so I called because I wanted to share an awesome nail tip that I just learned that I thought was crazy and mind-blowing that you might already know because you like nails. But um, So my nails are really brittle and soft, and no matter what I try to do, eat right, put anything, any, like, hardening thing on them just doesn't work. So my nails grow long, and then I get to enjoy them for, like, a day before one of them rips. I'm not talking, like, like a clean break. I'm talking, like, the one in the middle of the nail that just, like, you're terrified. If you catch it on anything, it's going to rip your whole finger off. So I found an awesome tip where you can actually, like, repair it and not have to worry about anything. And all you need is a pair of tweezers, some glue, a nail file, and a tea bag. So what you do is you just cut a tiny piece of the tea bag, which is enough to, like, fit over the tear, and then you hold it with tweezers, and you put a drop of glue on it. And you're supposed to use nail glue, but I'm cheap, so I use super glue, and I didn't die. I worked just fine. So then you place it over the tear and kind of, like, tap it on until it's smooth and dry. And it'll it'll look weird. It'll... It'll look completely obvious, but then you file it down with the nail file and put on some clear nail polish, and you're good to go. So that's my mind-blowing tip. I hope it helps every lady listener grow out some long, beautiful nails, and maybe some dudes grow out their Coke Pinkies. I don't know what they're into. Um, That's all. I just wanted to share that. Love you. Bye. Kristen Coke Pinky, you are V-interesting. I was genetically blessed with amazing nail beds and also very healthy, strong nails. I do learn that I have to take a break from gels once in a while, but I was amazing for years. So, Blair, I would like you, as the official nail expert of Please Advise, to take this over. (laughs) Um, So, Kristen, that is a trick 
it's been making the rounds. That's great. Here's the problem with that. If you have a break, it's going to get gross. If you have a break and it's like down to like the meat under your nail bed. I know. Sorry, guys. These are going to be gross words. At least it's not moist. I didn't say that word. We've talked about <laughs> nail fungus in the past yeah. on this. The problem with getting it is, into fungus. Yeah, I mean, you're gluing over a break that is going down to the skin. So you're putting super glue over something. If any moisture gets down there, this is not going to be a good situation. Also, your nail naturally needs to kind of like grow and heal. You're putting something else, gluing it to your skin. So your nail's never going to get healthy if you keep putting tea bags on your skin. Tea bags aren't sterile. There's a whole, it's not good. What you can do is like my old school mom trick is to soak your nails in like, like regular gelatin. That strengthens them while they're already grown. Um, solar, o- solar oil around your cuticle what's solar oil for it's people like, at home it's the equivalent of like taking a multivitamin but for your nail in liquid form you just kind of okay. swipe it around so it's the nail vitamin bed. d basically vitamin yeah all the things i actually put it on my scar- i bet it's dec oh sorry yeah it's i don't know what it is it's like jesus tears but probably i probably b too b is really great for nail strength um Continue. i met a woman from c or who runs cnd jan arnold and i was telling her i have I like burn my fingers from cooking and I put solar oil on my burns and they disappear. And she was telling me that they actually like were thinking about using it and burning. It's for that reason. It's healing. Girl, I have a Bernie. Solar oil. Do you see oil. that? So what? I just put it on my burn. Yep. I'm telling you, it, it's like. for our nail people at home who are listening, we're like, I don't give a shit no, about like my nails. No, like you cut your cuticle. If you yeah. have a fucking burn hand on burn. your hand, solar yeah. gel? Solar oil. It, it's solar like oil. just a tiny, it's a little expensive. But Can it, you order it on Amazon? Yes, Is it course. brand name or is it a generic? No, C&D makes solar solar oil and everyone should use it. It's okay. really good. Um, there are other things like garlic. People swear by garlic, like taking like some garlic cloves and scentless you can get scentless or a garlic yeah like there are other things you should do to strengthen your nails but um i totally get if you have to go somewhere and your nails are looking long and nice and you need to put a tea bag down that's fine but at some point you should take it off because i'm so worried that like moisture is going to get down there and you're going to have fungus baby is this what i'm looking at right now this solar oil wait yeah, second one. Second, second one. one? Second okay, one. so we're going to post this to our please advise. It's seventy seven. It's seven seventy five. That's a good price. I paid yeah, like ten ninety nine. That's less also, than, and that's what you'll pay for a nasi at a CVS. When I did Nailed It, Jan gave me a bunch. Who's Jan? Jan Arnold. She runs Jan. Jan Arnold. She's amazing. She looks like a combination between like Annie Lennox and like Tabitha from Tabitha's Takeover. She is like the nail, like she whips it. it. Yeah. She gets it done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Editorial fashion. She lives down here. I started following the guy that does JLo's nails. Wait, Tom? That's my. Yes. And Tom Belichick is a Belichick. And he always posts and like it'll just be like JLo's nails. Let me tell you something about Tom. He's the nicest. Human, it's scary how nice he is. That's your his wife is nice. His kids are nice. His kids I brought love us cupcakes. He's a straight man holding down the woman nail art. Because a fine straight man used to be at like I think a skateboarder. He's the shit. Tom is the shit. He's the nicest guy in the whole world. He did nailed it. He was. He is the nicest human being. Robin Marielle work with him. He's the nicest human being. In the whole like nail community, I will. I love that. Yeah, okay, so that's a nail star that we know is yeah. great, and we have a lot of people. People have called in saying like, "I was gonna 
not do anything with my life. And then I heard you talk about nails and now I go to nail school. Tom, like, uh, he's a so dad. His kids are in college. These are your mentors. Yeah. Blair is a mentor. She, Blair has been a passageway for me. I was naturally interested in nail art. I've yeah. been doing it since high school. But Blair really took me to the next level in terms of introducing me to different places in LA I would go. Ratchet. And, well, no, we never went to the quote-unquote ratchet areas. But we, because I, I always wanted to, but it just not never work out with time. No, I no no no. I'm not scared of anything. No, I know, but it's like that's and also yeah. You sit for like two honey, hours. Honey, I live in Glendale. You think I'm afraid of something? <laughs> Wait, honey, I live in Glendale. Um, uh, but Tom no. Bajic is the nicest human being ever. I'm so sorry. I just can't get over how awesome he is, and I can't believe you know. I him. enjoy his Insta. I don't. I don't know anything about him, but sometimes I'll see a very like simple nude nail with a single stud show up on my Instagram, and mm -hmm. I'm like, hmm, oh, that's class. Oh no, he freaks it. All, and watch his like feed during like award season. He like one time I feel like he matched like Heidi Klum's nails to her bag. Like, is he sick? He's the night. And Honey. Yeah. What's going on with my nails right now? Are those now? gels? They're a gel moment. That's that's I like it. I like it. They're like a baby pink. They're okay. very they're classy. Do you know how verbally abused I got in the process of getting these nails? Why? They're beautiful. They were by a very frustrated Russian woman who was supposed to be off her shift three hours ago when she got my nails when I got my nails done. But what? Why was she mad? She led me. She because she was supposed to be off three hours ago, but she stayed for me. But she did a really good job. dollars Whoa, that's good. I paid for removal and application. Okay, so anyway, thank you so much for your nail tips, Blair. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it later. Kristen, please don't put tea bags on your nails unless it's an emergency. Kristen, you like. got a fungus. Don't she? Who wants to date a girl with a fungus? Nobody. Nobody. Next call. Are we doing calls? No. Next right. call. Next call. Hi, malls. My name is Alexis, and I live in Orange County. I am white and I am 23 years old and I have been working my entire life supporting myself well not really my entire life but like you know since I was like 18 or 16 or whatever and I pay all my own bills and I like nice things period today I posted on my Facebook that I wanted to know where I could get some quote tacky ghetto clothes like Nicki Minaj well that incited quite a stir on my Facebook from a girl who is also white, claiming that I am racist. In your opinion, is the word ghetto racist to be used in that term and in that way? Please advise. I don't want to get my ass kicked, and I don't want to offend anyone, but I do really want to have clothes that look like Nicki Minaj. Thanks. Have a great day. Okay, Alexis, I cannot answer your question, because I will just say that I know... From my understanding of things of just a person who reads, uh, my understanding is that a ghetto is typically an area that is put aside for people who have been cast aside from society. So in the Holocaust, the people that were Jewish lived in a ghetto because they were forced to live in a neighborhood that was subpar, didn't suit their needs, didn't have water, didn't have rights, didn't have anything, and they knew that any day someone could bust in their door and take their freedom and maybe even their life. So I don't know about most people's definition of the word ghetto, but I will say just from reading things that, yes, a lot of people view the appropriation of the word ghetto as very damaging, if not offensive, and... Just something that's in inaccurate. Blair, what do you think? 
I literally can't speak. Okay, so Bring Alexis, up, girl. Alexis, I'm trying to be nice and I'm trying. I'm just going to take a sip of something because Alexis is about to get red. A little bit of rosé for some red. I'm reading. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm here for. Here's a Tamar pop. Um, wait, that wasn't a good one. I still can't do it. Anyway, Alexis. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Alexis. Girl. First of all, your friends are right. Um, you're horrible. Uh, that wasn't what you say about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj probably wears clothes that you couldn't afford on your best day. On the best day <laughs> of your life. She's like in Balmain. Ba- like it's Balmain, like you could not like the so shit to say custom cracky, made, bitch. Like your whole situation is problematic. To say cracky. First of all, bitch, you said cracky. So like, let's not. Did she say cracky? Didn't she say cracky she ghetto? She said ghetto ratchet clothing. I heard, she, okay. Okay, well, get a ratchet. Like, what you're saying is the problem. Nicki Minaj has probably four stylists, somebody that custom fits everything for her. So even if she gets a Chanel, let's say, jacket, she then has a tailor you that don't fits see into an her uns- body. You do not see an untailored shit that Nothing. Nicki Minaj has taken. Nothing. Like, everything is Every, her life. Her life. She is not the example you should have used. And I feel like that's why you're getting labeled as a racist because you just picked an African-American rapper, called her or yeah, I guess, yeah, whatever, um, called her ghetto and said that you wanted to look like her. So your whole situation is problematic. You're also appropriating culture, but we're not going to get into that. No, right. here's the thing is that I would say I want some chic-ass booty shorts because I will say I'm I'm a white girl. I'm the only white girl at this table. No, I'm saying this sincerely. That does not mean that I do not love like the things that Rihanna wears and I, I do not love the things that Beyonce wears True. and that I wouldn't say, where can I get those fringy ass booty shorts as I did in my book, those fringy ass booty shorts like Rue Boy. And I just want that more than anything. And I've wanted it for myself and I'm not saying it in a way that it's like. Right. But you wouldn't say where did that barefoot island girl get her shorts from? That's fucking rude. So your friends are right. You're rude. You're wrong. Now, if you want to dress whatever it is, you barefoot island girl, Th- that's you're what, nuts. That's, that's what she right, said. Right. That's what right. she said. She's talking about Nicki Minaj whose clothes cost more than most people make in a good six months. One outfit, like hundreds of thousands of dollars for just shoes for fun. Right, $50,000 leather jacket for fun just to go out with like Meek Mill to like the a club. Right. It's like, Or to go to Drake You don't even know Drake. Drake goes right back. Right. It's like, you wouldn't say that about Beyonce. You're saying that about Nicki because it's a rapper. So yes, you're wrong yes you sound racist yes you shouldn't dress like that because if you're making these comments and you stroll up in some like tight tight pants a low-cut shirt you're gonna look played out so what you should do is dress comfortably because if you don't know where to get the shit from you don't need to be wearing the shit and may i just say i was a i was a girl that was born with no ass and i was i sometimes uh, a a little booty a little bit it's it's literally it's and they're both going like boop. It's like it is a maybe a twenty uh, percent angle. That's my ass is a twenty percent angle. But I will no no no. I'm kind of trying to do math. Okay, so it's eighty is in the middle. So I have like a forty percent ass. I have a forty percent ass. Thirty on a good day. No, I have a thirty. Most of the time, 40 on a good. I always day. go by fruit. Like if Nicki Minaj has like a peach, you have like a cherry. 
I have a chair. Well, I will say that my friend Shannon looked at me and boldface said to me, when God made you, he forgot the ass. <laughs> okay, Shannon's on one. On it, and, and, and she also told me that she wouldn't name her daughter after me because Molly's a name that a China doll is named. So Shannon keeps it real fucking real with me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm saying that, honey, Alexis... Even if you did go find something that what is she looking for? Like was, what stretch that hot somehow emulated something that Nicki Minaj would wear? I'm not going to use the word ghetto or ratchet or anything else. If you found something that was like a remember ABS Alan Schwartz would always come out <laughs> with like all the post Oscars dresses, yeah. but it's like looked the same, but yeah. it wasn't inspired Let's by. Let's say you go found that inspired by designer imposter shit. Right. It probably wouldn't look good on you, honey, because you're a white girl. And I'm not just saying, I'm not saying that all white oh, girls. Oh, you're saying because she's not like curvy and bodacious, it's going to look like I'm lame on I'm not saying her. that all white girls have no ass, no hips, whatever. But I'm saying that you are probably not pulling off the high, tight ass. Also, why do you want to wear this, Alexis? If you're asking this dumbass question, you If you're saying Nicki you Minaj, I assume it's about the ass. Well, uh, just full disclosure, we got this call six months ago or maybe more but so it might have been for halloween i don't know when she was anaconding it oh then no no also that the other thing about Nicki minaj is that she does have a kmart line so you could also go get some of those if you're into that and that's fine and alexis might be curvy as hell alexis might be the thickest bitch we've all seen in the whole wide world and that's fine and dandy i don't think your friend i don't that's what i'm saying i don't think your friends are having a problem with you trying to dress like Nicki minaj like if i put that on my instagram if i was like i want to look like beyonce today like that's that's sweet that's nice but if i was like i want to look like the ebonic speaking like it just it doesn't sound right alexis here's the thing is that i subject you to one ride on the bus bus. bitch bus you have to go one round trip on the bitch bus and then you're exonerated of your crime because it it's a learning lesson she learned but you gotta learn so whatever that is get on some fucking bitch bus get beat up do some shit fucking love some people live your life next call Hi, Molly. It's Nick Zano. Um, I don't have any questions, but if you're going to put a phone number on Instagram, fucking call it. I don't know. Fucking talk. Figure some shit out. And I will sue you. Okay, so Christina was like, Nick Zano called, and he left this message, and I don't know why. Like, what would she, what would we say? What would we say to him? And I was like, Oh, my God. We, this is for Blair. Oh, my God. So tell me about you and Nick Zano. I love Nick, too. Also, another amazing, wonderful human being. Um, he shops at my Ralph's. Nick <laughs> is the sweetest guy. All guys named Nick are awesome. <laughs> Nick worked no, on Nick- Two Broke Girls. That's how I know him. So he follows my Instagram via he was on Two Broke Girls the first season and a half-ish. Yeah. And uh, he did a he did a come back on season two and nick is a doll yeah he is delightful yeah he's funny yep he gets it 100 percent. and i uh i he was on one big happy he was a star of one big happy which was um my co-worker liz feldman's show that she created it's amazing with alicia cut 
Cuthbert. I always pronounce her last name wrong, but yeah. Yeah, Gorge. Mm. And like literally one night, Ed and Nick, uh, our British friend, came to the show and Nick was like, is that Alicia Cuthbert? Is that her? I fucking have loved her my whole life. And so he came on. And so, yes, that show, everything. Everything, everything. Um, Nick is amazing. I've known Nick since, well, I n didn't like known him forever, but like Movie House, I guess that was MTV. Friends with Sujin. Right, he was the host. Um, the nicest human being ever. Um, I would tease him about his dog on this podcast, but he doesn't, he didn't like that too much, but he has. I just fucking ripped Christina's asshole anew when she, I was like, don't talk about my fucking son. We're not talking about my oh, fucking see? son on this fucking podcast well, anymore. Nick you want to fucking talk about my baby? A dog that kill you. A jerk. He doesn't like me. Um, I call him Ari, like as an Ari from Entourage, because it's like his little effing. Is it agent. still alive? I don't. Nick has to have. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to go into the whole situation. What with, was his name? I called him Ari, but what is that terrier's name? I mean, not terrier. What says? God bless the terrier. And this is, I have a problem with names. This is going to happen. Anyway, Nick's dog, I would call Ari. He was a little, like, he didn't like me. But um, Nick Zano's amazing. We would go visit him on What I Like About You. Mm -hmm. He is the hardest working, sweetest guy who happens to be really, really, really obnoxiously good looking. And it's if disgusting. If you like Nick the roommate, you will love Nick Oh, Zana. if you like Nick the roommate, Nick Zana would literally make you combust. Like you'll burst into flames. It's disgusting how handsome he is. And he's as nice as he is handsome. And he keeps it that real. And he has the same friends. And like, I can't even say how much... I loved Nick Zano. He was Nick Zano, best. raised by a family of all women, mm -hmm. which I think is very important for people to know. He was raised by a mother and five, I think, four or five sisters. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. His you talk about his grandfather, like his grandfather, effing awesome too. Every, oh, sorry, awesome. Nick has an awesome, like a wonderful family. Just he. I can't say nice, nice enough things about Nick. I just can't believe he called. That's hilarious. We finally yeah. got a celebrity, a, a huge celebrity Honey, calling a, a fine celebrity. ass celebrity, a fine ass celebrity that both of us love, love independently yes, of one separately. another. And you're just a time tested, yeah, hottie slash sweet pea, yeah. and we love you, Nick. Yeah, he's he's Brad Pitt cute. Also, where's your dog, Nick? What happened? Oh, Is he thanks still? Thanks for calling, boo. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay, so we got a bunch of Twitter questions because it's our anniversary. Anniversary. Molly is dancing in her chair now. Year anniversary. Let's have Christina read our one-year anniversary questions. Lopez, drop it on us. <laughs> this one comes from at Holler at Me, and she asks... Malls, what's your favorite Britney Spears song? Ooh. This is directed to both of you, though. Shoot. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote. Go. It's between Every Time and Lucky. Mm. Those are the sad ones. Yeah, because that's Britney's real. Um, Every Time is one of those songs that I will stop and feel the moment I hear it come on. Like, that was, to me, the first time we saw a crack in the facade and that was so deep and so real. It was equally as crazy as Crimea River where I was like, ooh, Cry that is, JT that it got was dark. A, and by the way, so like, so Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z, Justin Timberlake was just like running around his house. Like, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. Crimea River, Crimea River. Brittany? 
That was t- that every time borderline video? committed suicide because she was just like, because you want to know what? Per grand grand Dolly, who I I quote on every episode of this show, a woman will always give more. Mm-hmm. And Justin's like, oh, you cheated on me with Wade Robson. OK, yeah, I'm going to cry me a river. Oh, yeah. Every time I breathe. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And so it just, it just. And I feel so small and I feel terrible. Uh, and it's like the plinky plink of the piano, which is like, you know, she's super like, oh, uh, kind of like automated. To go that produced. minimalist for yeah. her. It was dark. Here's the thing is that I hated Britney for so many years. And like Britney was the girl that I was most threatened by in like high school. Like most people have like a girl they're threatened by. Right. I was threatened by Britney. Uh, like I'd be like, oh, everyone thinks she's pretty. Well, I want to be pretty. Like, blonde and fit and cheerleading and like. No, I was never cheerleading. No, that's what I'm saying. She was. She was yeah, like she sweet and murders. She, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so every time is the best song just in general. Like that's Alanis Morissette, epic, beautiful, like woman. On the verge. Love it. Yes. Second is either. Damn, Womanizer is too new. I feel like I want to say. Oh, Stronger. I love Stronger. I used to wake up stronger. in the morning. Wait, the... wait, how's it go? Then yesterday. Now you're nothing mm-hmm. but it. Yeah. I love uh-uh. that song. Stronger uh-uh. is 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 motivational. Mm-hmm. But it feels yeah. alright. Baby, something, something. No, something, now you're going to one more time. Night. Oh no, that's baby thinking of you, you keeps me up all night. night. What time is that? That's not stronger, that's the other one. Jesus, can we get someone to call into the pod? I don't know, but like Britney was, by the time I appreciated yeah. Britney, she was full-blown like in. Really? Head shave? Oh my God. I didn't get into Britney till she was head shaved. Damn. Okay, so this question comes from at Carl's Unana. Mm. Carl's Unana. What's my name? Gross. Okay, continue. There are some underscores. Like STD. Yeah. <laughs> um, tips for widening one's, quote, dick neck. Specifically, non-lame convo starters and giving the green light. I literally don't understand what just happened. Widen, widen okay, is what? Okay, because here's the thing. I've been saying widen the dick net. Oh, okay. Because a lot of girls on our show get hung up. I'm sorry. I'm molesting Christina's plant that she breastfeeds. Wait, tell me about dick net. Okay. So dick net is, I'm just saying, like, if you are young... Mm-hmm. And you are focusing, if you are fixated on a dick that has nothing to do with you. Uh, like it doesn't want okay, you. Okay, widening the net. I this, get it. You got to okay. widen your dick net. Right. Because I'm saying if you start to, and I don't mean literally a penis. Right, just in general. I mean, if there's a guy out there. Right. That you're like, yeah. Maybe, a maybe. You're like, yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, you're cute. Like, I'll take your number. Okay, you want to maybe go to a steak dinner? Maybe. Okay. Okay. Okay, or maybe like, well, quote unquote, watch a movie, which we all know what that means. Well, when I speak specifically about a lot of people, when I brought up the dick nut, first of all, it was someone who met someone off OkCupid. Okay. So I said, what you need to do is set it from five miles to 10 miles. <laughs> the radius, right? Why didn't your dick... Yeah, you got to widen the radius. Your penis, like, right? Okay. Who is 
who falls within the dick nut okay. that was not previously falling within their dick nut. Okay. But also, like, one time when I was 23, I met a guy that lived past Pasadena. Whoa. And he was so into me and he wanted to, like, call me and take me on dates. And I said to him, I'm sorry, you live past Pasadena and I don't even know what that is. How so very Cher Horowitz of you. Yeah, no. And I didn't mean that, like, oh, like, we take the 10 to the 110 to fuck, whatever. Like, I'm just saying I'm not going. That far. I, I would never widen my dick net to pass Pasadena. This person also wanted non-lame convo starters and giving the green light, so like signals to give the green light. Oh. Oh, you so this is what you say. You say you want to come back to my house and smoke a cigarette? How do you start the combo? What's like a non-way to start a combo? You just say, hey, or you're like, oh my God, what are you drinking? I go for the physical. Hand on a thigh. But Blair, that's you. Sorry. I don't like physical. Like, really? You I like, like put a your man hand on a that thigh? looks like he can have a family. Like, I <laughs> go. I like? I'm retarded. I know, I know. Magic Mike? No, I, I think you do. I kind of do. I think you do go for Magic I Mike. I kind of do for Magic Mike. No, you're Mike. like, okay, so where's the muscles at? And I'm like, ew, you work out? That's fucking gross. Like, why would you have a protein anything? This question is from Girl Lost in City. Malls, how do you keep motivated with all your many awesome projects? I don't. I take Wellbutrin and um, I medicate with lorazepam when I'm going to meetings. And I start to, when my heart starts to feel like it's pounding out of my chest, I take a lorazepam. But to be honest, I don't. Uh, I don't, I used to be really good about this because I was so resilient. I'd be like, oh, I'll take the bus anywhere in Los Angeles and I'll just wind up at your office and oh what you want me to say seven sentences on camera camera for you or like oh okay all I have to do is Christina you and I did it Mm -hmm. you logged tapes on a show called Scrappers we did which was about guys that collected scrap metal I think in Brooklyn yeah I got the job maybe because I was like one of the few people who could understand the Brooklyn accent yeah a thick Brooklyn I know that show so Basically, all I'm saying is you got to work it. Just fucking work it. You will meet people your whole life. I'm not saying you never hook up with someone from work unless you're like dickmatized. That's all we're saying is we talk about dickmatized on this show sometimes. You're dickmatized, like maybe. So the way you keep motivated is stay celibate at work. Work it like just if even if you're doing just something that's fun. not like Go get just sodas. Be the best fucking tape logger ever. Be the best yes, person. Get okay, sodas. Get your hair done on the weekend. Have fun. Have your nails done. Don't do anything that hurts you. And just fucking type. Okay, that's it. That's all I'm saying. So be the best you you can be, but also don't get dickmatized. This is from Stephanie Bridge without the e. Hi, Stephanie Bridge. I know exactly who you are, honey. At Please Advise, any music suggests? Or does she only listen to podcasts? I do mostly listen to podcasts, and I've been having an issue with my radio lately. But I do always love Drake. That's my boo. I'll always love Notorious more than anything in the world. That's my favorite Favorite music, if I go and I say shuffle on Notorious B.I.G., that's what I say when I go into my, when I talk to Siri. When I have a question to God, it's 
put on some biggie. Can you put on some biggie shuffles? <laughs> I do not know what that means. Looking for Vegas shuffled. Oh, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Sorry, yeah, she couldn't do it. So she sucks. But anyway, I stick to that arena. I used to be super into music and on top of it. And like during my time, I was like, oh, go listen to the French Kicks. Like mm. they're a cool Brooklyn band I'm listening to. I'm old now. I fucking sit at home and I listen to Serge Gainsborough records and I listen to Otis Redding and oh, I listen Jesus. to Motown. I buy the Motown I, yeah. records. Yeah. I found that like as I've gotten older, I've appreciated the older stuff more. Like I've been listening to a lot of like Stevie Wonder this week. Like a lot of key, like in the key of life. Hmm. Um, oh. A lot of um, Cranky Valley in the I'm Four Seasons. I'm living for the city, Stevie. Yeah. That's me is living for the city. My mom's first record was living for the city. This is all new to me. Um, you, oh, your mom worked like, for Nina Simone. Yeah, can she, we she talk made about clothes. That? Yeah, she made, the, you can see them on like the cover of one of her albums, the crochet um, like that crochet one piece number. I probably still have it somewhere in our house somewhere. Either it's here with me. I think she sent it to me. But yeah, my mom crocheted anything Nina Simone is wearing in crochet in that kind of like May 70s I please, era. I will drive up to your mother's house. I will put out a fucking buffet spread. <laughs> to get the crochet. You tell her anywhere. No, I don't want it. I want to keep it. I just want to try on a Nina Simone I crochet. actually might have it. I'm not going to lie. I think I have the jumpsuit. I think I do. You the one do? Piece. I really think I do. It's re It doesn't feel soft, though. It's so old. It feels like, yeah, it's like, it doesn't feel good. Like, I don't, my mom's a crochet Here's master. Here's the thing, but Blair, would you like two Cornish hens cooked to your liking with spices, et cetera, inside of them? That's speaking to me, yes. Okay, so I'm not going to keep the Nina Simone crochet outfit. It's also lo as long wanna, as me. Okay, so I will make you two Cornish hens in okay. exchange for you letting me try that on. Okay. Size it with clips. Okay. And then we will go out to your yard and we'll take two selfies. Okay. And then I'll kill it. Okay, that's and fine. And then we'll just, that will be life. Okay, fine. I'll find it. I feel, I, I'll go home tonight and I'll find it. I promise. So no, I have um, no music suggestions. My music <laughs> suggestions, because I download every single thing on the internet, are um, those little ear drummers um throw some mo ray i always want to say their name wrong you know their fucking name um migos ray, no ray no <laughs> not migos migos is a shit ray sermon whatever they're they're young Ugh, they're hot you marry i love them? them i will marry them um dej loaf into some fetty wop estradine has an ep out that's awesome and if you watch pitch perfect you know who estradine is now she's been the shit you for saw a while. two already uh no i haven't seen two yet but i love estradine um sierra has something new out also to your i have been listening to a lot of stevie wonder but i specifically made a scandal playlist oh, which yes. are just the yeah, moments oh wait blair where can our our listeners find your scale uh, on sound, your on sound, It's on SoundCloud. Okay, so give we'll me the share address. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll share it. Um, so I just add, yeah, like, um, yeah, some there's some um, Otis Redding. There's a little Stevie. So yeah, and I also put Beyonce standing in the sun because you know I shaking. feel like Otis and Stevie are our main pillars yeah. of this entire event. Yeah. I feel like we can all agree, Otis, Stevie, Beyonce, you've got it. <laughs> there you go. There you go into the, the world. The holy you're trinity fine. of music. Yeah, you're that good. is the holy trinity. Right. That's good. Like the Beatles. Next call. Hey, Malls. My name is Claudia. I'm 27. 
then maybe 28. I, I forget my age. Um, I have this weird dilemma, which is, um, okay, let me, let me do a little background first. I've been, I have very little dating experience. I, I just don't date much. And I've also been kind of overweight my whole life, so that kind of factored it into it. So, um, last year I had lost a little bit of weight. I was feeling myself. And I went on a couple of dates with this guy. Well, we dated for like four months. And um, around, around that time, I also started gaining weight again, so my self-esteem took another hit. I wasn't feeling very confident. And then I also started to kind of just pick at things that I found wrong with him. And I just started, you know, just distancing myself from him. And then I, I just ended things with him. And um, last Monday, I had a dream about him, and it was random. I hadn't really thought about him since I ended things with him last April. So, um, yeah, I had a dream about him, and I'm not joking. Three days later, he wrote to me, and he was just like, hey, how you doing? You know, are you okay? I hope you're okay. And I have not responded. I feel like I'm not one of those people that thinks or believes in fate, but I'm, like, just sitting there questioning myself, maybe thinking I should write to him. I don't know. I just – how do you feel about fate? Should I write to him? Should I just reply? Okay, so my friend Stevie Ryan explained this to me better than anyone else, which is that when you have an ex-boyfriend, there's a mental-emotional cord that runs between you. And you have to decide when to cut that cord. And you can say like, oh, I cut the cord, whatever, I'm dating other people. No. When does that creep stop showing up in your dreams? When does that creep stop showing up in your examples of other people? These are the things of when you truly cut the cord. And I will say also, these same creeps know when you cut the cord. They can feel it. They can feel your happy. No. They can smell your happiness. Blair. No. They can sniff out your I know, but I don't like a goddamn basset hound. <laughs> I and they're like, oh, 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 she's happy? I agree oh, well, with that. I, I thought she was a, I thought she was garbage no. when I was with her, but I'm doing Chef from Southern Charm. No, I'm doing Thomas Ravenel. They, uh, she, they thought it was amazing. No, I agree with that 100% because you know how I feel about it. We won't bring up like hefty bag and the other ones. Like, you know, and every, anytime something's going great for you, they start like creeping up. And hefty I get bag. that. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I get shit. that. I just but I feel that. like, here's the thing. I feel like she was uncomfortable with herself. Yeah. And she kind of preemptively cut it off before he maybe got tired of her or like got upset with her. So she was like, I, which everybody gains, by the way, when you're in a relationship and you're comfortable, you're eating good, you're at home on the weekends, you're like chilling, you're eating more, you gain weight. It's just a thing. So you picking at yourself, that's horrible. No, because you are it is awesome. so nice when you find a guy that you're like, oh, you like bagel bites? I like bagel bites Right, we're going to eat it together. Like, oh, okay. She so, cut it like, off. She cut it yeah. off with him too early. I feel like the best situation in, in this, like this whole thing, it sounds like she still likes him. I feel like she should be honest. I feel like she should respond to him immediately. Girls like will always like the guy more though. Like she, it doesn't she, matter. She still should tell him. Does she, she still need to widen the dick nut? No, she needs to email this guy back and say because it sounds like she regrets it. She needs to just be honest and say, "Look, 
At the time, this is what I was going through. I was feeling uncomfortable physically. I was picking at myself, which then led to me picking on you, which had nothing to do with what you were doing. I was just being kind of picky. It's my whatever quirk. And I want to apologize for picking on you because you didn't do anything wrong. I was uncomfortable myself. Leave it at that. She doesn't have to then like go into like beating herself up in front of him, but just let him know that who she is now isn't necessarily the girl he was dating before. And if she's into him, I feel like they should give it another try. Literally the least information you can give to someone before they're obsessed with you, (laughs) the better. I like this guy for her. I don't know who Claudia is, but I feel like she should just apologize. I feel like she's been through a lot too. Like the whole I know, gaining Claudia weight, losing weight, it. and gaining weight back. Like it's hard on your self esteem. Yeah, so I could see why she could also like just be wary of maybe just thinking that you like this is your only option. Literally, I will tell you, I gained fifteen pounds in one month. Living in Glendale. And I will tell you, these are not significant numbers in the grand <laughs> Right, scheme, I'm like, I could do that in a day. But I will say, <laughs> my <laughs> pounds did not fit into my jeans. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm like, yeah, the jeans are smaller than maybe they would have been a size six and now I'm a size 10. But I will say... Those are the same, that is the same muffin top cross. I don't care what the fuck you are. If you're fitting into a double zero and all of a sudden you're a six, you got a muffin top, babe. And no matter how like skinny you keep it, no matter how trim you keep your body. And that sucks. I mean, it does. But then at the same time, like there is something to be said with like, the relationship and how far they're going to go. So I feel like, I feel like her weight gain is her personal issue. And that might not be the thing. Cause he didn't bring it up. I think her I think reaction. It's on her. I'm yeah. just worried that like her self-esteem, like she might think she's that, going like, back this is to her him. only option. Oh no, it's definitely Claudia. Like, yeah. You sound awesome. You were awesome Claudia. enough to be this self-aware. Yes. You were awesome enough to tweet this in. You were awesome enough to just know why it happened, how you broke up and what's you going are the on. One, Claudia. So yeah. So don't feel like this is your only option. Don't, Email him because you think it's your only option, but I do think she should come clean because he's walking around thinking he did something wrong when, when she said herself she was picking on him because Claudia, of Claudia, you are the one. I love you, Claudia. We love you. Yeah. Claudia, please call us with an update. This was the end of our first year episode of Please Advise. Okay, so you guys, 323-450-7408. Email us at askpeaceadvise at gmail.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud. Blair, where can people find you? Um, Twitter at Blair Bitch Proj. Um, I have an E at the end of Blair, and that's pretty much it. I'm on Tumblr. Tumblr. P-R-O-J. <laughs> yeah. Just because people know. Because people, like, people like to do G-E. Nobody wants that out of life. Not Actually, you know who I want to talk to? Alexis. Let's talk to Alexis on Twitter. Tweet me, Alexis. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to One Year Anniversary. This was Blair Bercy and Christina Lopez, who's amazing. We want to also thank Chrissy the Frenchern, Jackson. We want to thank Brittany. Brittany. No, B. We're calling her B, honey. Okay. We want to thank B. Franklin. These- oh, Franklin the Houseplant. We want to thank Franklin the Houseplant. You're going to hurt him. All right, you guys, this was the one-year anniversary episode of Please Advise. I'm so excited you guys listened. One year. I'm so happy. All right, guys, 
Till next time. Thank you for having me back. Bye. Bye.